Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Morning Market Update, hosted by the Texas Hill Country Advisors. You're truly Andrew Gay and my business partner, Gilbert Pies. Good morning, Good morning. Gilbert. That was the uh, sound of the market getting slapped around this morning by the economic data we got, which uh, this morning it is all about inflation. We got the inflation numbers in this morning, hot off the press, 7.30 a.m., and uh, so far, this is what we got. We got a few bullet points for you guys. Um, we're going to run over, uh, and then we're going to discuss a little bit. But um, w without further ado, we must kick it off properly. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member of Pacific, Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. All right. Okay, here we go. Let's talk about it. Let's taco about it. It's Tuesday, so it's Taco <laughs> Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, Taco about inflation. No, no we, we really need to have a group therapy session is what we need to do. Sounds like it. <laughs> um, yeah, so here we go. Let's let's talk about this. Um, why we need a group therapy session? Because we're crazy? Well... We're feeling bad about the numbers. Oh, we're I'll tell sad. You what. We yeah. are. We are. We are sad. Um, I, I think all of us, uh, you and me especially, got it totally wrong. <laughs> well, we did. We are sad about way that. Way off. Way off. We did. Off. Which is why we told you don't make any trading decisions based on our have you seen, uh, thoughts. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Have you seen <laughs> yes, what a reference. But you know the suitcase? That's right. It's like, oh, Samsonite. It's way off. <laughs> yeah. So listen, uh, here, are the, here are the actual numbers, okay? So... What Gilbert and I had said were we were hoping for numbers in the sevens, but yes. we didn't get it. It was actually higher than expected. Uh, the headline inflation number was higher than expected. It came in at 8.3, and, and it was estimated to come in at 8.1. Uh, however, the big, big asterisk there is that it came in lower than it was last month. Last month it was at 8.5. So in a roundabout way, that's, that's positive. Right. Um, so it still looks like inflation would have peaked. In June's reading, I believe. The core CPI came in at 6.3, and that was estimated to come in at 6.1. That was actually kind of the, the bigger surprise, if you ask me, just because that was expected to kind of cool off, because that excludes uh, food and energy. And to see that tick up, was might the Fed might look at that and think that that's uh, kind of worrisome as far as the stickiness of inflation. Uh, secondly, we got the the quote that we heard this morning on Bloomberg, I believe it's from the chief economist from Wells Fargo, uh, Mr. Bryson said that if the Fed wanted to see two soft inflation reports, uh, then we just reset to zero because this was not a soft report. The last report that we got um, from July might have been considered soft, but this one was not. So uh, and then finally, the shelter readings, which there is a part of the price uh, index or the basket of goods and services that they measure inflation with that represents the cost of living or shelter, which is driven by the cost in the housing market. And the way that this is set up and structured is that it takes a while for the shelter cost 
to reflect the rising prices in the housing market. And so far this year, the housing market has been on a downward trend and has been softening, right? And we've talked about that on the show before, but it seems like the shelter readings within the CPI numbers or the inflation numbers has been rising. And hopefully, and it was one of the biggest leaders this past month for August inflation. So hopefully we have seen the peak there, but we just don't know because as we said before, one report doesn't make a trend. Um, and this kind of shook up what we where the direction we thought we were headed. And the biggest thing here is going to be what does this do to the expectations of interest rates for the Fed, right? Right. When you say so. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the reports are obviously uh, the CPI numbers are less than they were in July. And that that in and of itself is good. But we were expecting a lot lower number. The numbers that came in were, were still higher than expected. And, and that's a problem because everybody was, ex we, we even said on our show the past couple of days that if the number came in anything higher than 8.1, we were going to have problems in the market. And, and we did, and we are. Uh, we, we got a good butt kicking this morning. The pre-market indicated the market was going to open up 200 points. And be, when the number came out at 730, um, it, it instantly went the other direction. And right now I think we're down about 500 points. So we, yeah. we've had a really big correction in the market um and and as we mentioned earlier we we're just we're gonna have to wait a little longer before we see the feds ease up on interest rates you if we had seen a good number today we probably could have said that the feds would stop raising interest rates by december but with this number that came out today that scenario is probably pushed off a couple of more months because unless we see inflation drop dramatically between now and the end of the year, the likelihood of the Fed's raising interest rates, 75 basis points at the end, um, the 22nd of this month, 75 basis points in November are now pretty, pretty high. And then, of course, that means that the overall Fed funds rate by the end of the year will be 4% or higher. That's right. By the time we get there. And what we've seen, I was just playing with the numbers there on the screen, too. So if you saw that, the, the Dow is actually down like 700 points, I think, right now. Yeah, it's a, um, a butt-kicking. Yeah, we are. We're no getting, no we're two getting, ways about it. And the NASDAQ's down over three. Yeah, that's right. It's readjusting. We saw this, and we saw very similar movements the Friday that uh, of Jackson Hole uh, wrap-up when Fed Powell came out and said, hey, you know, we're not easing up. We saw this same similar type of reaction. Uh, and then about the Fed... Uh, expectations. Here we go. This is so. If you're if you're only listening to this, I'll kind of describe what we're looking at here. Is it's a huge shift. The, we're looking at the expectations, the Fed Watch tool by the CME Group, and this is where the expectations for the Fed funds rate, which is the Fed, which is the rate, uh, the interest rate that the Fed has that control they control or adjust. Uh, previously, just last night, we were on here talking about this, and the bar on the far left, uh, which was three seven to 400 and it's at 21.3 percent that was the top bar last night um so this has all occurred just within the the first parts of this morning with this inflation number coming out so all of the expectations have shifted now to the right of that like gilbert was just saying where now the market is expecting now the fed funds rate to be above four percent at the end of the year and you can see that demonstrated by those numbers there so um, huge, huge shift in, in just um, an hour yeah. or two. So, um, anyway, that's that's where we're at. That's what we got this morning. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts? 
you know, I, I think for, for everybody, you know, it, it's not a reason to panic. It, this was something that was very possible to happen. Um, it wasn't necessarily expected, I guess. That's why the market's reacted negatively, but it's not that surprising. Um, you, you, you always, and when you're an, an investor in the market, you always have to look at the long term. And in the short term, it's obviously very problematic, but there, there is not a reason to panic. It's very simple. All you have to do is wait a little longer. That, that patience dial has to be turned up a little bit more. Um, right. And if nothing else, uh, the, if you want to look at it from a positive point of view, this just means that there's going to be some more opportunities for people to dip their toes back into the water. And, and we've been saying that for months. That's right. With all these things that have been going on in the economy. This is a good time to dip your toes back in the water. There is value out there. There are good options. There's a lot of good ideas out there. Uh, but don't jump in head first. You've, you've got to just dip your toes in the water first and find good entry points. And with a big pullback like we're having today and we might have over the next couple of weeks, I think it makes sense to uh, reevaluate and look for some fresh idea. Yeah. There's always good ones out there. Amen. Amen. Always time for that. Yes. And, we're, and that's one thing we're never short of here is ideas. So. We're, and, and we're, uh, as, as we've been told before, or we've heard in the past few weeks, uh, we are toxically pos positive. There you go. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Uh, if you're going to call me anything, if you want to call me toxically positive, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Have a great day. We will catch you tomorrow.